Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on into the X-Wing segment of the Wide World of Wargaming. I am your host, Mr. Borgato. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. Hello, everybody. And my, uh, my personal version of the tethered from us, uh, the Empire player to my Rebel player, Mr. Tyler Tippett. Hey, how we doing, guys? This is kind of like Zod inviting Superman on his show, and I'm really excited for it. Um, so, only two things really on the menu for today. Both of them more or less the same thing. Uh, two system opens. The UK over in, I believe it was Milton Keynes, yep. is where they hold that event. That is correct. And then Fort Worth. And it would be it would be hard to choose which one of those, you know, had a more exciting ending. Uh, double fire spray taking down the UK system open and the god, the player character, the man with all the plot armor, Duncan Howard, taking down the Fort Worth uh, event. I have never seen anybody roll dice like goddamn Duncan Howard rolls dice. You're not wrong, dude. Like, it's actually obscene. I mean, isn't there, isn't there a Duncan save me? That's that is why that's there, yeah. That I, like, I was watching I was watching his game against Blake Dillon, who was running five uh <laughs> five X Wings. Yep. And the first round of shooting, I think we can all agree, pretty much went as expected. And then the rest of the game happened. And you're just thinking to yourself, everything I know about math tells me this should not be happening. Yo. But but here it is. Like, and here we are. He not, Did he lose two droids? I think he only lost one in that game. Uh, it was something like that. Uh, Blake made yeah. a pretty big mistake, though, because uh, he should be able to range control using boost in the opening turn to not get blocked and to jump to range one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he didn't. He, so he lost all his actions on the, uh, like on the range one like skirmish side of it, which is pretty rough. Because that's like one of the few lists in the game that should actually out-joust a CIS swarm. Exactly. There's a bunch of X-Wings. Yeah. yeah. And they just yeah. they don't, don't if they don't have actions. If you don't have your actions and you can't take out two, three droids. Yep. The way that it's going to Turns out you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. It's really unfortunate that they took the Cavern Angels out of hyperspace because I'm not sure it would be fair to have five X-Wings jousting you that blocked droids off the board. I'm trying to... Yeah, because Duncan didn't have TA-175. That's where it gets super interesting. He had no relay at all. Yep, nope. yeah, that's well, fascinating to me. It's a, he had Plasma Torps, which turns out... He had Plasma, plasma Torps! <laughs> plasma Torps and uh, Discord Missiles are really good at killing Fire Sprays. Who would have guessed? I was... Uh, I, I'm, I'm very vindicated seeing someone else succeed using Plasma Torps because I get flack all the time from people trying to figure out, well, it's only three dice. Uh, yes, but it only needs, I only need one to get through. <laughs> yeah, okay. So if anybody ever wants to, to tell you not to use Plasma Torps, the dam- assuming your target has shields, right? Like that's the assumption, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like if you're shooting a Plasma Torp, it's something that is just six hole, like a TIE bomber or something like that. Yeah, it's not going to be that. Hopefully not three agility, but you know. Yeah, well, but no, no. But So it's it doesn't matter their agility, right? Like if the, the, the damage difference, like the expected damage difference between a Proton Torp and a Plasma Torp is incredibly small. It's small, yeah. I mean, we're talking like an expected damage of like 3.4 on a Plasma Torp or on a Proton to like 3.3 on a Plasma. Of course, you don't get the crit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you don't get the crit, and they have to have a shield. So there's a caveat with it, but it's it's still a very good torpedo that and not it, a lot of people want to use. 
it, it's not like the you can't make the argument that the four points for a proton isn't worth it. But what you can make the argument for is that it's a hell of a lot easier to fit nine points in the list than it is. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thirteen. So, um, yeah, I just I played a small tournament this past weekend and and uh, stripped four shields off poor Daryl McMillan's B wing, and he was just like, huh, plasmadors. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess they're okay. Yeah, they are. I mean, that's that's where I first got turned on to how good they were. Was I completely removed all the shields off of a Braylon with a plasma torp wedge? Yep, just gone. I'm pretty sure, Vince. I don't want to. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty sure I was like, "You need plasma torps on wedge." Long. Uh, it's it's very possible that that you were one of the people, one of the two people who told me to do it. Um, but I always, I like them from the beginning just for that double damage, because if you, I look at it and I've, Jeff knows my argument. It's a, it's a Vader Kylo argument. All I need to do is hit you once. And I've made, I've turned my nine points into, you know, 24 or 23. Right. Yeah. And I'm getting, I mean, for me, that's good ROI. Like I, I, that's my only, that's the best argument I can put forward, especially with wedge. But the question for me, I mean, it does. Uh, the, the reason that I mentioned the three agility is that it it does feel bad when you get your three oh, hits. Oh yeah, Pat Hansen, if you're listening, then... go to hell. Um... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just say no. I'll just roll. I'll just roll my three paint. Yeah, and you that, was not, that was not that was not That's the uh, definite feels bad man spot for sure. And it, like, it's it's interesting that I've never had a chance to get a plasma wedge lined up on a whisper. Um, just because I would love to do that to somebody. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, hope, hopefully one day in extended, I will like, actually get the matchup of my dreams, which is Wedge Luke Hera against um, the Grand Inquisitor, Whisper, and Suntir Fell. Like, that's that's <laughs> what I lay awake at night dreaming that I get the matchup up. Yeah, you wouldn't, um, it you wouldn't like my yet. Whisper loadout, so. Are you do you, are, are you one of the people who runs the Fifth Brother stealth device? The The... the the 70, 80 point whisper. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's uh it's trick shot collision detector, oh, uh, fifth geez. brother stealth device. And then Kagi has palp. So you can't target lock me either. So I'm going to sit on a gas cloud, firing a four dice gun at you all yeah. game long. That, that would yeah, be, it's pretty nonsense. Speaking of fifth brother, by the way, the fifth brother pilot, um, pretty decent. He's, oh no, he's amazing. Uh, you, so, interesting <laughs> note. If you if, if you have Fifth Brother Pilot, what's what's the flavor text say? After you perform an attack, if the attack hits, you may spend two force to add a crit result. Right? Yep. Add a crit result. That's sweet. Yep. Yeah, it'd be really cool if there was like a missile that had a really bad side effect that people could just take one damage instead of actually oh, letting you shoot the missile at them. I remember hearing about <laughs> this. Right? Yeah. We... Weird. Yeah, Weird. That, that missile works. hit you. Cool. I'll just flip two force yeah. and you take a crit too. Nice. Seems pretty okay. What? That is pretty sweet. And that's a forty-seven point ship just waiting with on the, the missile. emergence of yeah. the homing missile master race. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's yeah. I'm uh, I'm ex- I I like Fifth Brother a lot in that. Like the biggest problem is I would want to fly Whisper or Duchess also with Fifth Brother. Right. Right. Eleven points of goodness. Eleven points, still probably the best value gunner for the Empire. Like no, almost zero questions asked. 
Oh yeah, there's there's yep. nobody else in the gunner slot for Empire. And it must be nice to have. Oh, go ahead. Sadly, like I. I mean, that's this. That's the sad kind of thing. Like the only one that comes close is uh, BT one, and that's you know you already have to have Vader in the list for it. Like there's just nothing else they would ever take. Well, I keep waiting for our um, a skilled bombardier meta. I, Jeff, you're gonna be you're gonna keep waiting. Um, I'm sorry, man. Scimitar <laughs> squadron pilots with skilled bombardier putting them bombs wherever they want them, but I I'm gonna wait patiently for that. <laughs> Uh, so, like, I like the idea behind Skilled Bombardier. Like, I wish there was more, like, bomb-centric, like, gunner upgrades that just give you different options, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, that's that's something that I feel like a, is a good design space for the game to work around. Um, and then the same thing for, like, the gunner spot. Like, I mean, what do we really have? We have Hotshot Gunner, but you have to have a turret for that. Yeah. Right, and then agile, agile gunner is wor- is worthless without a turret. Like so, there's there aren't a lot of, you know, uh, modify your attack, defense, anything like that. That if you don't have a turret, yeah, I, I mean, even, the one, even see, if you do have a turret, they're mostly bad. I, I'd like the gunners that just do something else while they're sitting Cody, in the gunner. Like coding types. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and it's. I mean, this is the frustrating side from from like an empire players or I'm just like, there aren't any. And then I'm like, Oh, Hey, let's go, let's go look at rebels. They have a whole bunch of like random crew, which that's got kind of always been their thing. Right. Like they have all the, the, the characters mm-hmm. from the, from the shows and everything like that. Um, I, I would, I, I'm really upset that Jen or so is not hyperspace legal. There are a lot of possibilities for rebels that Jen would unlock that unfortunately are just not, not, not possible in this current iteration. Um, this is going to be a very long six months for me. <laughs> sure. I, I mean, this is, it's a weird setup for like, what's all in hyperspace, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's the land of the generics, like generics, as far as the, eye can see, except for, Boba Fett. except for, you know, like the, yeah, I mean, you have, you have some very, you have a few niche areas, but like yeah. for the most part, it's not right. Like it's five X wings or, or X, like mm-hmm. so you basically can swap a proton bomb ion cannon Y wing mm-hmm. in for one of the X wings. So like you can, okay, but you still bring five of them, right? Uh, you have five A wings, like the yep. RZ twos that are going to be out there. Like that's just something that's going to be there. You've got name pilots in there, but really it's, it's five. It's, it's ZZ, Tally, right? Greer, and then um, two blues. Yeah, sure. And like you can you can mess with that too. You don't have to bring tally if you don't want to. You can but like yeah. It basically depends on uh how many copies of optics do you want and do you want heroic on everything or not? Like I think I think more optics are worth more than tally to be completely honest. Yeah, like you should have five copies of optics in your five A list. Yeah, like 100%. it's uh that's one of those upgrades that it's not a well, what's the how do you say how do you how do the people the smart people say this correctly? It's not like a fractional scale of value, it's a geometric like yeah well so it's uh right it's well, i'm trying to think of the best way it's well, the sense only, that... there's only one role uh, on on your two dice the only there's only one role that you hate and uh, it, blank blank focus is I, i'm not sure exactly 15 percent maybe is that all um, uh it's quarter and a quarter and a so it's like 12 and a half yeah. Or so, no, so it's not quite. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 20%. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that's, 
two hits except for that one specific roll. That's um, assuming you don't like heroic into another blank <laughs> blank. But yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty low odds. It's it's almost always two hits. Like, yeah. I guess the, the the better way to look at it, is, you look at it the other way, right? Like, what's what's your expected damage roll? Hit blank is is the most common, isn't uh, it? Uh no, it's and that's not what I mean. It's uh, what is your most expect? Like, what's your expected damage? Like, how many hits? Like, one point eight, one point eight five. One point. It should be one point seven five, right? Uh, no, no, not with optics. With optics, it's way. Oh, with optics, no. With optics, one point nine something. Yeah, I I can tell you exactly. Yeah. To steal. Uh, that's yeah. It's one point one point eight one with a twenty three percent chance. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of it's a lot of two die it's a lot of always two hits. Yeah, so, I, I had Boba Fett killed behind a gas cloud by optics, I yeah. up, and that was just uh, annoying as crap. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm rolling five dice. Come on, I know I don't have any force left, but I'm behind a gas cloud and I get killed by two TSFs with optics. TSFs currently top three value ships in hyperspace. No, mm, not anymore. No, no. The uh, so um, proud tradition is really good, and so the uh, um, what is it? The like Omega FO, the tie, like the Zeta Squadron. That guy. That, which which one? Which one? Yeah, right. Omega, uh, Omega, um, yeah. So the Omega Squadron Ace with uh, proud tradition. Yeah, at thirty points is just really really good. So how does I haven't put it on the table yet? How does mm-hmm. proud tradition work in play? Is it do people? How do you keep people from keeping their focus tokens and flip them, or do you just not you don't not care use it if they you don't care you just accept nah, you just don't care yeah, yeah, yeah well because like they have to either take a critical damage card right which they can do if you kill them right so like that's that's a thing that happens or they have to spend a green token yeah. which almost everyone is loath to do unless it's the last shot coming in right right and worst case it's on a ship that has all of its twos are blue so even if i need to go like red focus not really a big deal anymore um and they still have target lock you know what i mean so it's like if they just just take the other option but it's the fact that on on the k turn or sloop turn i'm still focused across large numbers of ships that's just really good And of course, it's been adjusted with advanced optics usually. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can. T- I mean, you toss optics on there too, and it's just that's yeah, exactly. Sorry, um, no, it's all good. I was just gonna say it's gonna be really annoying for people to get five of them, five or six of them, considering they only come in the Von. Oh, I know. God, I was yeah. I was gonna run a list with four proud traditions, and it was like. Who do I know that has them already? So it's like I'd borrow two from my dad. Is going to use them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I borrowed two from my dad, and then my LGS didn't get the uh, uh, the um, interceptor FOS. It, he didn't get any of his wave in for before I left for um, Texas, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's when I I, I literally hot swapped two strikers the Wednesday before I left. So like a week ago tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally just got everything from the the card packs and Von Reg and fireball and the extra, um, Fang fighter that I bought because I couldn't resist. Um, <laughs> I just got it. I just got it inventoried like literally this morning at like seven thirty AM. And I was like two, I only have two proud traditions. <laughs> yeah, correct. 
Bitprod traditions. They are they are going to be as hard to find on eBay as Auto Blasters were for about six months. <laughs> I mean, and you're going to have to buy two or three copies of Hot Shots and Aces to get enough Auto Blasters. The way I know some people want to do, just they uh, want to throw the B, they want to throw B wings at the at the board until something works. Or oh, the set. Well, that's uh, it's it's seven with Auto Blasters. Do you get seven? What do you mean? Yeah. Like no, seven no, no. auto blaster cannon seeks. Oh, okay. Well, I was like, no, you can't fit. I was talking about B-Wings and you absolutely gave right. me a heart attack. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I can get seven B-Wings, period? What? I'm sorry. You said 28 point B-Wings? What am I? What's going on here? Yeah. Seeks. Whoever thought we'd be talking about the M3A after yeah. a year and a half of, of 2.0 where it's been maybe the most... Maybe the most maligned of all the scum. I mean, of all the scum ships and scum. Oh, it might not even be scum. It's like, anything? it's like all ships. It's like them and the Thai aggressor, right? Like, you don't see either of those ships ever. At least and everything not, else almost. It's the right word, but lots of people wanted to be able to use them. The Rebel Ark probably wants to have a conversation about things that yeah. never used. Yep. That's fair. I'll buy that one too. What, what was that, Jeff? Uh, uh, a lot of people have wanted to be able to use them. It's just that. They they didn't have the hard point that they didn't have the the thing that was worth carrying in the hard point and they and they didn't have the price that made them yeah that made them attractive you know and right. the tie aggressor still in the same same boat people want to use the tie aggressor it's just like we have the dorsal turret or the ion turret and that's it and we could barrage rocket but we could barrage rocket with scimitars and uh, or k wings or whatever you know um, yep. Um, so the, the other problem, the, the, the cartel spacer had for a long time was it was basically just competing for a spot with Z 95s and the mining guild ties. Yeah. And it's really hard to have all three of those be priced like competitively at the same time. Right. Like one of the three of them is just the better option. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of what they ran into. Like the auto blaster is decent, um, I mean, it's just, it's so much weaker than it was in 1.0 though. That's, I don't know. I've seen it a couple yeah. of times. It's never I done anything super great, but points. what's that? I, I think it's worth three points. Yeah. So, you know, it's, um, you know what the, the interesting thing about the mining guild tie is speaking of that, that price point competition, because it really is, they're all right there. 22 points, whatever. FFG um, is not. FFG is not going to done a good job about separating ships either by identity or by points level. Exactly. It's the, the identity. And the thing, the Mighty Guild tie got slammed on identity because it people stopped bringing rocks. It's like, yeah. my Mighty Guild tie does no good against your damn gas clouds. And my Mighty Guild tie does no good against your obstacle, or against your debris. Yep. Um, people stopped bringing rocks. And it's like, why would you risk the mining guild tie at this point? And, and it's a shame because we know Seavor is awesome. And Ahav is actually awesome for 30 I, points. Have I finally converted you by saying that Ahav is underrated, Jeff? Well, you know what What finally convinced me? Uh, because I actually read the words. Um, and <laughs> his ability works on defense, too. I didn't, I didn't actually realize I that. I said that. Well, you probably did, but I make it a habit to tune you out pretty much <laughs> um podcast tyler that's that's kind of how we roll it <laughs> i i can fully understand that so but yeah the, i mean uh, 
It's a shame. I really like the mining guild tie, and I I wish yeah. that they weren't competing at that at that spot. I wish I had better identity. Yeah, I um, believe there was someone at at Fort Worth who ran a yeah, seven was... a seven swarm plus Sarisu. Oh, so there was okay. So there was a couple. There was a couple of Seek swarms, and then there was um, uh, I think uh, it was uh, Smittle, Alex Smittle from KC was running six mining guild ties on Fenrau. And he he lost. And then. Yeah, he lost in the top sixty-four. Or that's, was that's no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, I'm sorry, it wasn't sixty-four. It was effectively top sixteen. So there was fifteen players that were five and one. Um. And the uh, the really sad side was he had to play um, Doug Howe, who was literally his roommate in Kansas City. Like they got paired up in in the first round of cut. Yeah, I went to a thing with Drew this weekend, and the the organizer was like, all right, we're going to, cause everybody who showed up was from like three different teams mm-hmm. and like, all right, we're going to make sure there's no team kills. And then of course they roll the first round pairings and me and Drew just to look at each other. Hey, about that. No team kills. Yep. <laughs> it's like, thanks guys. Appreciate you. And they're like, Oh yeah, we met. There's one team kill. Mm, <laughs> Got it. We have right. But I guess uh, it must have been out of the UK then where I saw the seven mining guild ties in Sarisu, which I thought was an admirable attempt at a fake tie swarm, but defensive rerolls just aren't enough. The, it's it's modifying defense is never as good outside of really, really corner yeah. cases as, yeah. uh, as modifying offense, off. right? Like, yeah. we, talked, we actually talked about that, Vince, a couple of weeks ago, why why Sarisu is nowhere near as effective as Howlrunner. As Howlrunner, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we. I, th- I feel like that's come up. I, I think I've complained about the lack of, you know, real defensive mods in X-Wing by comparison. You don't, you don't want, you don't want too yeah, many it, real it, mods. Oh, it gets real. Okay. So, so, so let me, let me take you back in time, sir. Is this going to be the, uh, the auto thrusters lecture again? Uh, no, sort of, no, not everything. No. Yeah. There were, there were so like, no, <laughs> weirdly enough. No. Uh, yeah. Auto thrusters like Palpatine, um, Sumterfell, like with two tokens, was re- was yeah. an absolute pain for one one attack to hit. But there was some counterplay to it, like you could block it, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, if you, when you got into things like um, Lorik with Miranda that had C three PO crew on board, what? where it's that she just regens, so she literally is dr three. Like she doesn't take damage if you don't do more than four damage to her in a turn, every turn. Wow. You know what I mean? And it's that's just one of those things where it's like, oh, and they're and they're punching you in the face for with like a five dice uh, double modded attack on turn one, and so they're they're doing consistent damage while just not taking any from you repeatedly. Yep. Um. So we we lived through that, and I mean, it basically <laughs> was when you get too many. And there was, I mean, there was a number of that's that's that was the one that was like the most egregious. But there was a number of, hey, you just don't have time to cause enough damage in a game to get over the hump. Yeah, and there was it, almost like a there was almost like a design race. Um, well, we've pumped offense so much now. Let's give them auto because th- fat turrets. Yep. Now let's give them auto thrusters. And oh, now now there's too much defense. Let's give them yeah. uh, twin you know, five die. Let's give them five. Uh, TLT. Yeah, was, I was wondering if that yep. was where TLT um, came out. It was, or harpoon missiles. The history Tyler Tyler probably has it memorized. I was I was mostly weeping by that point. <laughs> but, um, it was uh, it was a bad time. Uh, it was a dark time for the for the for the rebellion in the empire. 
Yeah, it was oh. like because it, it it kept going back and forth, right? Because it was just this damage race for like, okay, now we need to have this next super powerful attack that can punch through all the defense mods. Okay, what can handle that kind of attack? Like, what can you you know what I mean? Like, where can you go next? Because um, there was uh, a whole run where Kanan and the Ghost could who would reduce the number of offensive dice you rolled at him when you were shooting him. Yep. Um, like every time you, there was no like number of force charges for it. It was just he spent four stoke or uh, focus tokens, but he could have like four of them on him every turn, kind of a deal. Uh, yeah, like this is not it's just straight knots and stuff, and it's a sixteen hit point yeah. ghost. So it's like, oh well, I'm even if I brought a four dice gun, it's only a three dice gun, and I've got to get three hits on it, and he's canceling one of those hits because of other nonsense in the list. Yeah, yeah. so it, and it definitely. With five oh. dice at range one, and well, he's well, he's hitting you with accuracy corrected TLT shots. So it's that, two, 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 and two. Like every like he doesn't roll dice. He gets it's. Can you defend against two hits? No. Well, you only take one. Cool, but the accuracy Yeah, yeah. You so you really don't want that. You you always want offense to outstrip defense. Just trust us on, I, I, on yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, coming from a. Uh, I I I probably have oversaid this, and we'll continue to do so. I come from not 40k only, but also Warhammer Fantasy. I don't know if you guys ever played mm-hmm. that system at all. Um, yeah. Tyler, you remember when you could have like I, you didn't have one save, you had four. Like you oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. armor, regen, cover, ward, and then uh, which one am I missing? Um, anyway, you, I mean, you could. There were times where you'd have guys who had, who would go two up, two up, four up, four up with a reroll on any of those saves. And it would just be, yep. and that's not counting the guys who could go to a zero up on a D six, which if you've never seen that, you have not played true. You have not experienced true madness. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I definitely get what you're saying. I guess I just, uh, and this, again, this, we just talked about this actually on the 40 K show about how much correction is too much. And I guess I just don't like seeing games like what happened to Blake where, you know, the guy makes the majority of correct decisions up to a point. And then at that point, the dice just absolutely turn on him. And because of the way he played it, there's no coming back. Yeah. I mean, well, so that's also. Sympathize. Yeah, no, I absolutely. <laughs> right. Um, so that's one of those things that is. Um, so I, I want to go back and watch Blake's game again, but uh, there was there was a, a mistake on the engage. Right. So like he, he started down. Right which is frustrating in the, in that setup because here, like I, I should win this joust effectively, right? Like that's the, the mental thought. And the okay. first, I, should, I should come out of this joust feeling decent. I, I yeah. Lost three um, X-Wings and he only lost one droid. Uh, I'm trying to think. It probably should have been two droids, but he should have, I mean, he loses a large number of X-Wings on that. Like if he gets blocked, getting blocked in that setup is real, okay. real bad. Um. Because, I mean, just looking at it from a, like, okay, we're just generic, everybody shooting range one, him having focus tokens across there gives him almost an extra hit on all of his X-Wings. Tell that to you. So, like, by him being blocked, he... he, <laughs> he well, he, but that's what I'm saying, is, like, he... Well, no, this, so it's not a... Well, not damage, it's an extra hit, right? But that's that's an overload hit, so that takes me from doing maybe one or two damage to a, a vulture shot from per X-Wing, just on average, to only doing one, maybe zero damage. So did, he, real bad. did he just forget to close his foils and, and use his boost or did he, did I he was, 
watched it all. I, 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 I don't I, know. So I, I was, I wasn't watching the, uh, it's just, if I'm, if I set up for the joust against vultures with X wings that have a boost and see where the vultures move, you can engineer that either start it. Like I'm going to have a range three engage, or I'm going to have a range one engage. Like you can just right. roll of 11 that. Right. So, yeah. uh, and, but and that's you- also, I mean, this was what, like the ninth game in a day and a half that he'd played or something like that. Like I'm not taking anything away from him by any, any of course, stretch. I mean, uh, but when you're, I, we, we should, yeah, he's, sure. he's never yeah. Make a mistake. Uh, <laughs> oh, he makes plenty. It just plot armors out <laughs> of him, but it's fine. Uh, I I had Duncan at, at Crate Cup two years ago in the semifinals of the or no in the finals of the event, and it's Empire on Empire, and I took four consecutive 50-50 shots to kill his quick draw from my Vader, and he and like I rolled low and he rolled high in every single one of them, <laughs> just like okay, Jeez. cool. This is fine. Everything's oh, fine. Okay. Uh, Twelve and a half is nothing. Yeah. Uh, but so basically, but my point here is though, it's like an, in a five X list, or even like when my strikers into Boba Fett, uh, you you have a threshold that you can lose and still win the game, right? Like I can lose ex- like a couple of ships. I can lose two. I can lose maybe three, but I don't have an end game closing piece. Like there's Duchess in the list, but that's just kind of because there's mm. extra points there, and that might not even be the right call with the points uh and he just just has generic x-wings right so you hit a threshold of i just can't win the game anymore and so you're playing against that the whole time you're always on a clock essentially yeah yeah yeah. versus like something like oh like an extended like i have sutrafel like i can win like a long enough timeline i can win any game if i have sutrafel right like i don't when you were building that list did it did it hurt you in your soul when you saw that vagabond can't take Proxmines? Oh yeah, that's actually why Vagabond wasn't in the list originally, is because Proxmines aren't in the game. Like, yeah, I'm like, they give us this awesome. I was just gonna say, I think the first we Tyler and I were talking basically like all day yesterday, um, as as call it pre-show material, and uh, I asked him, you know, why did if you couldn't run Proxmines, why not run clusters? And because they're not as nearly well, as that's good. True, but, but it's because you only get one. Yeah. You only okay. get one. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, that's and really it. 33% more expensive yeah. for you. Know, and it's, it's hard yeah. outside of landing in a large base to get all four of them to pro or all three, yeah. three to proc, at which point it's basically the same. Right. It's cause it's so, now when I was watching that game, cause I was, I was like tuning in and out, mm-hmm. especially when the, Everything basically started hitting you upside the head. <laughs> yeah, but did, did you didn't roll over all three of those nope. clusters? That nope. you ran over yeah. just right. just okay. a second. Yeah, so I, aler- okay. I ailerons over two of them to clear out the space so the rest of the, the birds could jump, <laughs> could make the corner basically. And I rolled cool. hit hit crit focus into yep. myself. It's like okay. dank. Okay. <laughs> I, I just threw like six strikers worth of damage and didn't get over two hits on any of them. When do I do it? Four dice yep. into myself. Cool. I, I, it's so weird to me that they put they put such a great striker into the game and then take out what yeah. he's obviously made for. Uh, I mean, well, these... so <sighs> I'm looking at because well, no, so I'm looking at protons <laughs> honestly. Um, in like at a. Because like you have, so if you have six strikers in a list, you have fourteen points to play with. So you can do something like vagabond with proton bombs and like seismics on one of the other vultures, or I'm sorry, one of the other mm-hmm. strikers. Um, 
in that. But I mean, it kind of obviates the the bonus of him getting to do it after aileroning, right? Because then you're waiting the full cycle of the turn until the explosion after activation. Uh, or no. um, in the nope, you don't wait. Right? Nope. It's still so bombs go off at the end of the activation phase. So like his ailerons are before he activates, and then they still go off right before combat, basically. So it's the same timing window. It's just okay. he doesn't have to drop it in the system. He gets to drop it at I two, which isn't a huge yeah. deal, but it's it is after a bunch of vultures move, yeah. like after a CIS swarm moves, right? And um and he can double drop. So like he can drop one in the system and then one after the ailerons and just make a huge area that's really a no fly zone for something else. Um, and I mean, it might actually be not to not to lay the meme down, but it might actually be worth a little skill bombardier there. In, in the I, case of a weird, weirdly enough, yeah, uh, I'm trying. Well, what did I have? I had I had a couple points left over because um, my plan was uh, or or the thought really, not a plan. I just I was just head simming this. Um, two, three, four, five, six. Um, Basically, with Vagabond, he's he's like running an Enola Gay suicide run into, in, just into the horde to, to double drop protons, uh, and then the the Sentinel that has a uh, a seismic is, so I think in, I would rather have the two point bid, and the reason being is no CIS swarm bids any points, so if right. I have a two you point bid, I can off. take initiative. And the key for taking initiative is to take to get to place two of their rocks on my side of the board, so that then my my seismic charge striker can blow up both of those rocks, so they don't have places to land and, and use grappling struts on. So that I'm, I'm going to ask you about that. That's your that was your first thought behind the initiative was just to get rid of rocks, not to be able to block the yep. droids. No, that that's a happy okay. bonus, um, and it's also I want to shoot the droids first yeah right because i'm gonna burn burn their tokens kind of a deal instead of shoot the droid second but it also gets weird because if you're playing against um ta-175 drones in the mirror you want to give them initiative because you want to have uh uh, you want them to only have like six or seven uh, calculates for offense like they can have as many as they want for defense, but they only get their initials like seven for offense. Yeah. Uh, and the other side is it's also, I also don't want to take initiative with strikers into in the I one mirror because ailerons lets ailerons and barrel lets me just outfly them. It's like, Hey, I have six aces on the board. Hmm. So it's a, it's a weird like setup, but that was the thought is like, Oh, I could take two of the rocks away. Is that, is that worth bringing a seismic? But, probably yeah time strikers are, are a um, very interesting ship as far as how they operate i mean you you they don't how to say this correctly um would you say that they're like that their their biggest advantage over a generic tie is they're just as fast while also being obviously tougher and hitting harder yeah so they're big yeah, so they're they're just as fast in the straights as a TIE mm-hmm. fighter is. They're faster than a TIE fighter on the 45-degree angle, right? Mm-hmm. So because of the like the aileron left or right and then like the three the three bank, they, they do clear way more ground mm-hmm. that way. Um, like it's a surprising amount of space that people 
like in multiples of my games we're just like oh i didn't think you could get there okay you can't see me but i'm uh, raising but my the... hand like as high as, as high as i can about yeah. not realizing how far tie strikers can go fuck you pierce the box yeah they the biggest advantage is just that ability to change to change what you're doing with your maneuver yeah absolutely so turning to what is it it's uh 135 degrees yep. whatever whatever that exactly. is exactly it's it's huge. It, right and uh and you're doing it whilst continuing to have a focus for offense right yeah. like so it's not like everybody else that has to spend an action to boost and being able to do that one bank or one straight first lets you navigate uh, the the battlefield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like obstacles, other ships, that kind of stuff, um, in almost like a trivial fashion. It's it's almost. So there's a bunch of people that were talking, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. To, were saying to me that like, like how can you run six strikers for six rounds? Isn't that like really mentally taxing? And it's not for the striker player. It is for the opponent of the striker player. Because yes. my ships can be anywhere. So, for example, like in my, I lost in the extended worlds qualifier thing to a five A wing list. And, but like in the opening engage, he jammed one of the A wings. He like five forward and boosted like right into the five pack of my strikers, mm. right? And any other, um, like ship swarm like that would lose multiple actions to this, and I lost a single focus. Yeah. Because I could just ailerons into one of my guys and then make my hard turn or ailerons up and then and then get the, tur- the turn around kind of a mm. thing. And you just have that flexibility the entire time, which is, is pretty pretty nuts. And I mean, the, the 1K is yeah, ridiculous. I used, to, yeah. I used to play advanced sensor robots a lot mm-hmm. way back yep. when. And very similar. The ability to boost before your Segnors or before your one turn or whatever was just so, so great. And of course the ailerons are even better because you don't have to succeed at the, yep. at the, pre-boot. absolutely. Well, and it, so they also, you basically turn off gas clouds with them. Yeah. So like I can roll yeah, up I, and park in front of a gas cloud and then I ailerons over it. And so I take a strain, but I reveal a blue. And as long as my nubs are on the other side, like I still get my action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is I mean, so one of those pot, like, like you would call it, happy bonuses for the meta right now. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, so I think the my favorite move is so like my I, I generally keep the the five I ones in the like a two by three like kind of formation, and it was the second Boba Fett game that I played where I was kind of corralling the two of them together, and I ailerons left, two turned right, and then barrel rolled all five of them. And then he just kind of looked at the board and was like, huh, I didn't think they could get to where they are now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yep, nope, they're all there. <laughs> it's like, hmm, okay. Yeah. I don't really know yeah. what to do from this position. Uh, <laughs> like I have yeah, that, was, that was kind of one of those. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I have Slave 1, but I don't but know if it's going to do anything. Yeah. And the, the other nice thing, and the other reason that they generally do well into Boba Fenn with seismics with protons it's trivial with seismics it's a little harder because they cover a bigger area mm-hmm. uh especially if you can drop them in between like two obstacles uh it's because like when there's a bomb drop it's very trivial for me to go okay there's a bomb drop and i had a plan for if there was a bomb drop or if there wasn't a bomb drop right, based right, on right. where i'm going to aileron the whole whole group so should we expect this i mean should people start considering seeing six tie striker lists at hyperspace events or do you think maybe you might be kind of out there by yourself on that one I think there was like three of them, mm. uh, like of variations at uh, 
at, um, at Fort Worth. And there was one more, uh, uh, um, Gene Hogel that I was staying with was waffling between a, uh, a, um, mining guild tie swarm or the striker swarms. Mm. And he went with the mining guilds instead. Like, so I, I do think that there's a, there's actually, it, it requires a, a, a surprising amount of skill. So that like the, the maneuver Tyler described where he's aileroning and then turning and getting his focus and, and presenting this wall of five strikers, right? It is surprisingly easy to mess that up. If you move one of your ships in the wrong order. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you have to know like, okay, I'm going to go to here. Right. So it's, I've got to start in the front right corner and work my way. And then I've got to go to this guy. Yep. And then it, it is surprisingly easy to mess that up. Um, like it's, 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 it's fairly easy to mess up a normal tie swarm or even a droid swarm. I've never flown it, but I'm, I'm assuming it's fairly easy to mess it up. But if you mess that up, then you're messing up one ship. Mm-hmm. Right, you've got one ship that doesn't have its arc pointed the right way, or whatever. With the Tie Strikers, if you if you pull a coordinated move like that and you mess up, you could have three, four ships that aren't that aren't pointed in the way that you want them to be pointed. Yeah, the uh, so weirdly enough. Yeah, weirdly enough, when you uh, the other problem is that like so if you're also barrel rolling in there, so it's like you're 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 setting three templates and moving through like a ship three times, is if you're uh, if you're not being very precise with everything, yeah, you start your initial formation yeah. is gonna start getting wiggled and start getting wiggled. Drift. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, and so then it's like, oh well, now they're all just gonna go like three straight, and suddenly like they're bumping. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, how the hell does this happen? There were people joking yeah. of during Duncan's last game on stream about whether or not he was going to fly a couple of his droids off the board because he was, I mean, I've put ships close to a board edge before. Yeah. He had an entire column of them. I'm not even a nope. millimeter off the board edge. And people are like, dude, if you wiggle, if you literally were to wiggle one way, you are half of your ships are officially off the table. And it's like, nope, nope. some people asked. Uh, his templates were thin enough. It was it's fine. Like, it's like, all right, everybody shift left, shift left slightly. So, you know, I was thinking about that advantage templates and I'm like, why doesn't FFG just say you have to match up the hash mark? I sure. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, so, to, so to give you an idea, this was, uh, I want to say it was like, I was using Duchess. This is a while ago, but I had, a uh, had a crack shot, a wing in front of me and they like lined up directly across the board. Right. And so I ailerons forward one and then one forward for two turns in a row, like for us to get our engage. And you're out and of bullseye. I, oh yeah. And then I, I'm, I'm absolutely out of bullseye. He was like, okay, crack shot. I was like, I'm not in your bullseye. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm not, a, I don't know, man. He's like, but we've all, we've just went forward. I was like, sure have. Uh, you know, that, that one or two degrees you lined it up off, you lined it off wrong. Uh, no, 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 I'm no. saying, I, talking- so I basically, my one forward every time is to the far left nub, oh, of, like see. touching, and I then as it. I place, it's to the far right, and then the far left, far right, and it's, I'm just moving a millimeter left every time I'm, I, I move my, my ship. I, I just think it's funny that they've got the mechanic now where they can, they can say, yeah, no more of that crap, and they just, it's, it would be trivial, yep. and they have Good old, good old yep. fashioned gamesmanship uh, right there. All right. Well, so there at least most of the templates now are not anywhere as ludicrous as some of the early, because it was basically it was, uh, 
<laughs> Wasn't it the Boba yeah, templates were super? They powerful? were, but it was so it, it's like system open winning top eight templates are just better than every other template. So you have to go to a system eight and top yeah. eight it so that you have the best templates for for movement in the game. Otherwise, oh well, guess guess it sucks to be you. <laughs> and, and the best part awesome. is like so there was I mean there was a decent number that had had one templates that were of that style right or we're a little bit thinner and we would be playing games and someone would like go to make a turn or whatnot and it was so much out of the like we're not trying to have an advantage over an opponent we just naturally have an advantage because our templates are better now at this point where it was like hold on how, how thin is your template i think you actually make that turn here try this one. Oh my god <laughs> like oh oh that oh it fits this time it's like yeah, yeah you're good it's, it's fine. It's fine. Don't even yeah. just you know look yeah. the other way. Don't even worry about. It. Like just pretend that you made it on your <laughs> templates. Don't make yeah. it mine. And, and you can have everything fine. Uh, uh, so I mean, <laughs> the, the the jokes went pretty pretty far because I was like, do we have template caddies? Like, you know, you've got you've got the player, and then you've got you know Chris Allen is Duncan's template caddy. Oh. Like, oh Chris, I need I need the two turn that has the extra quarter of a degree. Yeah. <laughs> got it, sir. Chris is back there with like a flat. Chris is back there with like a piece of sandpaper. It's like a, like a seven hundred grade sandpaper. Hey man, I really need to make this turn. Just, to just yeah, yep. Just step out for two seconds and file that motherfucker down. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's what, I mean. Seriously, just assess a point cost for Boba Fett templates. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, okay. That's that's what we don't want to go now. So, I mean, did you guys ever see what happened with Attack Wing? So I remember no, playing God, that no. game, and I yeah. don't remember a whole lot of it other than how ludicrous the mechanics got at a certain point. Yeah. It, it started so, to feel lightweight, like like it was just a question of whose combo could be more ridiculous. It felt yeah. like EPS magic is what that felt yeah. like. It, it was absolute combo, like combo wing. Yep. But one of the things that happened were there were attack dice that you won at tournaments that you would pay points for in your list. So it was like you had a different color dice. I think they were black. I'm not super familiar with it. But you could only get them if you placed so a certain, at a certain place, like, you know, top eight or whatever it had been. Yeah. So it's like the people that played a top place on top eight, now they had better upgrades that they could pay for on their ships than anybody else that played yeah. the game. Yeah, I'm so glad that X-Wing yeah. avoided doing, you know, doing that or giving actual tournament. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Tournament power creep. As a proud member of the pay-to-win community via uh, World of Warships, <laughs> I'm actually happy that there isn't that option in X-Wing because I would lose yeah. my fucking mind. Oh, my. Do oh, the number of people that have told me that are... I mean, there was, four, there was four jump, three jump masters uh, back Oh, no, it's uh, my crack swarm. People were absolutely angry at me because you had to have six TIE fighters and then you had six copies of crack shot that only came in a Kyrex fighter or a Houndstooth. And they're like, oh, that's just your pay to win yeah. list. I'm like, excuse me? Like, I mean, okay. <laughs> is that, you know, I, is I, that I, the threshold of anger? I mean, I'm going to name drop another pay to win, and I, you know, Tyler probably knows about it. Forge World is one, yeah, of, the geez, oldest, yeah. it's one of the oh. oldest pay to win mechanics in gaming, baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey, let me drop four hundred dollars for this model that they wrote the rules for three days before they put it out. Oh, and they never play tested it. Yeah, yeah, no, we just, we just cause do whatever you <laughs> want. Just, it looks cool. Just do whatever you want. It looks cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, and that's too. I mean, it's it's coming from like a forty k background. Like I, I was way bigger into War, War Machine, but even still, like it's uh-huh. like you're buying large numbers of models, and they're all really expensive, right? 
And, uh, War Games, baby. Yeah. Like, the idea that anything in X Wing is, like, financially expensive is just mind boggling to me. It's laughable to me. It is absolutely laughable to me. Which is, like, it's a weird stance because, like, I absolutely had. Like, uh, so I, I ran like my local gaming scene in the, in the Midwest, like central Illinois for three years. Right. And mm-hmm. I finally kind of stepped away just cause some of the game stores just didn't do stuff that I liked anymore. And, uh, I just got busy with other life stuff. Right. So it's like, oh, I can't keep like going in and, you know, spending five hours on a, a five hours a week at the hobby shop, teaching people that play x Yep. But there were absolutely people there that was like, you know, they had like four ships total. And so like, they're going to run, these are the four ships I have. Yep. And they they don't like I was because I I'd bring my whole collection. I was like, yeah, I've got plenty of stuff if you want to borrow. And they're like, no, these these are the ones I want to run. Like that's totally cool. like, and I'm not yep. I don't want to. This just come off as like, oh, how dare you not have the money to like buy what you want in X wing? But then there's the idea that like, oh, because I had effectively spent an extra hundred dollars on ships, that my list was pay to win versus someone else's, and that was like, oh, you should be mad at me. Is just ridiculous. Especially when yeah, like, never you have 40k bad. where it's like, oh, I just need to completely dump my army and go buy a new one because it's not competitive. <laughs> ah, the good old days. <laughs> like, like, and, like, I could still be playing Eldar, it's just none of my shit works anymore and I have to go buy different Eldar. Well, I don't know. What do you have left? I have. I mean, I have a lot of Eldar, but I, 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 I have enough Farseers and Warlocks, kind of so I'll still probably be okay. Yeah, Eldar is one of those armies that is... You guys know you might as well be speaking Greek, That's right? fine, Jeff. Bro, whenever you guys talk about 1.0, I just shut <laughs> up and listen, so this is your turn. Um, it, it, I'm just going to throw this in real quick. If uh, if you have Farseers, if you have Farseers and um, Dark Reapers, you're fine. Just go from yep. there. Uh, nothing, nothing ever changes with regard to those two models. They will always be competitive. There's nothing anyone can do, and I will hate them forever. <laughs> you're um, correct. Just oh fuck, they're disgusting. I Eldar hate was actually the the founding principle that what that a forty k team I was on for like eight years was yeah. founded on, of just fuck fifth and sixth edition. Oh, Eldar. so I started playing in second edition, and I and I started oh, I started I, I, I started playing Eldar because I went to a con. I was just telling the story uh, over at LVO, but like I went to a con at like seven or eight. Right, this is like ninety three, ninety four ish timeline, right. And they had like a big, like a, you know, five person per side. And it's people that don't know how to play 40K are going to go. And it's a giant orc versus giant space elves. Uh, Eldar space elves, Jeff. Right? Yeah. They're- so, Got and so like, okay. I'm, you know, seven years old and they're, they're giving me, so I, I'm on, I'm on team orcs. Like, okay, cool. And I got, yeah, I got team. the shock attack gun, which is still to this day, the coolest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen. It's, it's, you, it's it back in the game, right? Like, now. okay. Yeah. Uh, it's been back so, for three so, Jeff, the shock attack gun was a shoulder-mounted cannon that an orc had that opened up a portal between where he was and the target that he wanted to kill, right? And then they just ran okay. a bunch of, like, l- goblins that were as smart as dogs through the portal to appear <laughs> into, like, side the tank. Mind you, this portal is going through the gotcha. wall, which is, like, all of the worst stuff, yeah, it's literally hell. And the the dog goblins don't know that's what they're going. They've literally just been trained to like jump through the black coop, and like, they get fed on the other side. So they run through the portal, go through hell, and show up on the other side. <laughs> the best uh, one of the, the orcs have always been kind of the lawful. Ran- they were I probably the original lawful random yeah. army in gaming. Um, 
the the last best part about that weapon is that if you rolled poorly, the gun got the guy holding the gun got sucked through the portal too, and you oh, just yeah. lost the unit. And, and your <laughs> amount of ammo was how many packs of snotlings you wanted to bring. So like you had to pay for each of those. Like <laughs> okay, how many shots am I going to need of this thing in this game? Uh, so I had that. So I was I was sold on being work. I was hardcore team work because this gun sounded like the coolest thing ever, right? So I had like I had a shock attack gun, a dreadnought, and then a bunch of like boys and Gretchens. So it was just like grunt infantry. So I, I killed an Eldar with like my my uh, uh, dreadnoughts. I think I had a lab cannon on or something like that because it was this is a second edition, so everyone had the same guns back then. And so I like I had a weird shot like down an alley, clear across the board, and killed like a single guardian. I was like, all right, cool, I got first blood, like I'm doing great. And then all of our boys were like running down this giant corridor, and then. Eight warp spiders teleported in, killed everything in the fucking corridor, and teleported out before we could do anything. And I was just like, lost all of my inventory yeah. at once. I was like, that seems really bad. Those guys were really cool. I'm now Team Space Elf that can jump through walls, kill everything, and jump back through the walls yeah. without having any problems. Yeah, uh, second edition Eldar Jeff was actually not dissimilar to flying Imperial Aces. Um, you were faster than everybody else. You were more, you had better offense than everybody else. It was, and Tyler is, Tyler yeah, no. So it's basically the, like, the list was if Turfiner was I six, I think we were talking about this yesterday, uh, Jeff. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I'll roll up to your face. Yeah. I will shoot you. And then like, I'm going to move, I'm going to focus each one of you. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'll shoot you. And then I'm going to barrel roll boost past you and you don't get to shoot me back. I'm going to do it repeatedly there. Yeah. The the second edition Eldar Codex broke 40k for like a solid two years. Um, there was it 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 only so what's funny is is they tried to fix it with third ed, and they just yeah, broke Eldar in a different way. Like, it, <laughs> I mean, the only thing that showed up that mattered was chaos, um, which turned into straight up hero hammer. But I'm not going to keep going down that road. Um, we are running up on that time limit. I know uh, Tyler, you're about I think you're yeah. what two hours ahead yeah. of us. Mind you, so, my sleep we, schedule uh, is really messed up from the whole like f- f- land at eleven thirty, get home at three a.m. So I, I hear that I'm a nighttime gotcha. rideshare driver, man. Go. I don't sleep at all. Um, so let's just I, I, I want to get kind of your lay of the land of where we're at as far as hyperspace goes, uh, okay. and then we'll let you go. Um, it, I'm, I'm also curious about what you think is going to happen to Extended as well, but hyperspace yeah, is obviously uh, on the horizon. So. so three of the four ships involved in – or uh, no, no, no. Two of the top four lists that we saw this weekend yep. were two ships scum. Uh, sorry. They're not two ships scum. They're Boba Fett plus the one, fire. sir. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Boba Fett and, this, and the loser he yep. has to carry around on his back. Um, is scum now the low, the low model count army – I mean, the, the low model count faction and is Fendel Boba probably going to win out as the best hyperspace list uh, by the end of this So on the first point, I think Boba plus one or even Boba plus two uh, but really like it's that two to three ship list is a very very good list that has a low barrier to skill like for skill in the flying spins, right? There's a lot of mechanics that because slave one, well, is but it's so it's it, but it's all it's all of it combined, right? Like if it was just slave one, that'd be one thing. But it's slave yeah. one. It's I you literally Fenrau and Boba Fett encourage you to just boost up into someone's grill, right? Like so these are these are yeah. oh I it's if you think any other ace in the game, I made a mistake and got caught in front of this entire swarm's 
gun line, what do I do? I'm not sure. Fenrao is, oh, I just boot forward and take a focus. It'll be fine. Right? Uh, and, and, yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's, I mean, same thing me. for Boba Fett. Like, oh, I'll just, I'll just have maximum rerolls. No big deal. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, oh, I landed at range one? I guess I can reinforce. This will be fine. Like, I'll lose a couple shields. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And that's not to say that it's like, you know, like people that are playing that are, are bad or, or worse at the game, right? It's just that they're, it has a lot of mechanics no, no, no. It built in to help you out if you make a mistake, right? Uh, this right. was very similar to uh, Rebel Beef, like before the Leia price adjustments, right? So like when you had Cassian, Leia, Braylon, like all of those com- like comboed together, it was like, oh, well, I could just like make a mistake and I can fix it next turn and not be punished by it in any way. All right, cool. Well, I, mean, I, I will I will counter that and actually be self de- I mean, not self-deprecating. I never actually flew it, but Rebel Beef was I can do whatever I want every turn and there's literally nothing anyone yeah. can do about yep. it. Yep. You, yeah, like it, it's... But it's more importantly, it's I can do whatever I want, especially when it's a mistake. And it takes yeah. a lot of those mistakes stacking up before it ever matters. Yep. So from that perspective, I expect it to be very popular because it's going to be something that is like people can put on the table and have a lot of success with it. And that's a good thing, right? Like you you need a list in that space, especially for newer players to come in and go like, oh, because you, you can take a newer player and you can set them down and you can go, hey, look at this Boba Fenn list. Here's the core mechanics of what it does and why it's good. And they can replicate that. Right. Mm-hmm. They're going to be uh, like, not necessarily worried, but they're going to be leery to come into here as an eight ship separatist list that you have to work in this intricate pattern to like be, yes. you know what I mean? Like to, to work properly or in the same thing for like an aces list, like here are three super fragile aces that you could never let them get shot. But if you don't ever let them get shot, they can just go win the game. Right. Or I mean, even like rebels lists where you kind of, you're always trip uh, treading the line between too many triggers going off on the same turn and not enough. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Anything that is combo wing or trigger hell. And that's the thing about Boba Fenn is that, it, yep, it's got exactly. triggers, but it doesn't have too many triggers. Yep, and and it's just two ships. I mean, it's you know, it it isn't so much. I've never really bought into the it's exhausting to play six ships or whatever, but it really is kind of nice to only have to think about yeah on your side two dials, and with Boba Fett, Boba Fett even gets to opt out in the other direction. You know, if if things are end up where you don't expect them to end up, so um, I, I think that's the big thing for for Boba Fett in in hyperspace is I think we're going to see so it's going to be cheap, it's readily available because yep. Fire Spray and Fang are both on the shelves, um, and it's yeah, it's triggers but um, not too many triggers. So, so I don't think it's I, well. So the other big thing with. Uh, the hyperspace like formatting in the ships and the pilots that are in it is Boba Fett lost a lot uh, or a lot of ships that were predatory towards Boba, like aren't in the format. You're telling me. <laughs> I, 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 we all poured one out for Wedge. I, I, uh, I, I am the biggest. Uh, I gnashed all of my teeth out and wailed until I broke windows uh, when I found out that they took literally the best offensive weapon in the Rebel faction out of hyperspace and like, hey, by the way, good luck with Luke. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, even the stuff that can still prey on him, like Poe can to a certain extent 16, still prey on him. He's overcome. But Poe's okay. six, 
Poe's super expensive, oh, man. I'm going to say he's overdone. I'm going to cut you off. Tyler, explain to me the logic of Poe being 68 with one bonus action a turn and Vader being 67 with as many as he wants or has force for. Uh, Poe has boost. Okay. And, and, let's, and let's be real. Poe is not 68 points. Poe is 69 points because Poe has black one, and that shit's stupid. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Okay. Like, um, do you see kind of what I'm asking? So there's some – yeah, no, well, the, the, way, the way we have to balance within faction, right, like gets wonky at best because uh, like Poe has access to regen. Vader doesn't. So Poe can have what is it, nine, nine hit points health, yeah. or Plus, whatever. That's not counting heroic. Yeah, like, right, right. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah exactly Poe's, yeah Poe's well yeah if deeper. you wanted to go with bb8 on poe then you get into some weird spaces but um so i'm trying to think back to the original question like what's going to be like the best hyperspace list uh cis is still really freaking mm-hmm. good like it's it's very good uh my guess honestly is there's something we just haven't seen yet okay um there, there might be a good combination, like I was talking about with the strikers, like there might be a good combination with, you know, okay, I can get this pilot instead of Duchess and maybe some bombs or maybe pure Sabacc, just have the bigger gun. Like that was the right answer, right, you know, right. like just bring more reds. Who knows? Um, I do think there's something in First Order. Uh, there's like the uh, Von Reg is okay. Hollow, I think, but is, the, Von... is the star. Yeah, Hollow, whole, Hollow's real good. Uh, so like, Proud Tradition Hollow, really good. I can three sloop all the day, all like all day long. Mm-hmm. Like, so uh, not a lot. So I, I think Kylo that's the Von wrong Reagan. way to go because um, I don't think the like the triple aces work as well. Uh, but like Hollow and five FOs is a pretty decent setup because a lot of like you're getting um, like I think the, the original setup like Chris and I were looking at was Proud Tradition Hollow. Um, two Omega Aces, so it's the I3 generic FOs with Proud Tradition, and then Muse with Proud Tradition, and then Revis and a Cadet. And so I've got, I have four ships that can focus while they're K-turning or slooping. I have Muse's, Muse is the, the FO that uh, yanks the stress away at the start. The engagement. Yep. Yeah, so it's like I can I can yank this. I can, I'm burning extra yep. stress. Yep. So if I'm only slooping one of them, then they're slooping every turn which is pretty cool. And uh, Rebus is super value. Like he's a sleeper in FO that people don't. And uh, he gets to target lock whenever there's a red token. Yeah. And I think the biggest reason that people don't fly him is they don't realize that target locking is a red token. So if it rolls up and focuses and then hollow comes over and target locks somebody in front of Rebus, yep. Rebus gets a target lock on that guy. Uh, we were, yeah, we've talked about that on the past show as well as the. I think we were talking about Lieutenant Rebus. Yeah, so it's only two points more than here specifically. We were talking at Rebus uh, in the uh, in the context of hitting whatever you were shooting at with a target lock or with a tractor beam, and then picking up a double mod out of Rebus. But we we also talked about him some when we were when we were trying desperately to figure out the eternal quest of this podcast is to find an IFO form with with Hux. Dude, I I'm there, man. Like I I wish that there was a like a good 
that's one of those things yeah, that I feel I like is thematic and would be fun to fly. And I, I, think the Z I would like it to be at least B tier. If it's possible, we'll find out when the Z drops. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's fair. It might make a difference. I asked it him to do, actually. <laughs> what do you think of the eight um, okay, FOs? So uh, the Focho is in like an A tier list. And it's only an A tier list because most people don't understand how to play against eight ships. Like the number of times they've seen it on a table is just low. Um, but it's, okay. I mean, it's a jousting list at heart and it's a worse light joust list. It's a worse jousting list mm. than any of the CIS jousting lists. So one of the problems is you don't ever want to be the second <laughs> best jousting list in a tournament, right? Cause you're going to hit the best <laughs> jousting list and go, Oh, what do I do? I think that list is right. uniquely vulnerable actually to uh, what uh, Duncan brought. As far as, yeah, well, I'm just, just because. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I, I agree. Like, no, it's just well, just vultures the, are just the better. Inclusion like, of the torpedoes is basically what it boils uh, down against to. Against Tie FOs, I mean, it it turns them the the plasma torp sure. turns them into Tie fighters. Basically, it's you get you get two hits and yep. you're dead. Absolutely. And they have yep. no they have no natural mods outside of the focus token that they have to take. Otherwise they just, Jeff, you're the, you're the expert on uh, tie fighters exploding, even with focus tokens. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, so, so that was honestly why I went to uh, strikers yep. because like the four hull is even at the two agility, it's, it's mm-hmm. hard to get four damage in one yeah. shot. Well, right? Like that doesn't happen as frequently. It is not hard to get three damage in one yeah. shot. And yeah. I think that's the one of the things that uh, even experienced players don't quite give enough credence. The the idea that yes, my agility is lower, but your damage output yep. is limited. Your damage output is hard capped. If it yep. doesn't matter if I'm zero agility, if I have five yeah. hull, you're Outside not of blowing really me weird up with a four yeah, dice gun. Like, okay. Um, I, I don't think, that, and there's a lot of situations like that where it goes both ways. Um, I don't think that even some experienced players quite recognize, like with the strikers, why that you're you're giving up the agility. Yeah, I, like I actually, like one of my opponents was frustrated is, because is really he dead. kept dealing three damage to my strikers. Yeah, and like so the striker lived right. So it lived, and like my favorite ship in the game is a one hit point ship that they have to shoot again. Right, like it's like, oh, are you going to chase this guy down? He's going to come back around. He's going to shoot you eventually. Yep. Like, oh, you better spend why, time why killing him. Fly again? Uh, yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, my one hit point ship is Obi Wan. Tyler, your favorite ship is something with one health that they have to shoot. Why don't you fly droids again? Yeah, that's. I I did I I did for like four months. The most annoying fucking thing in the world. I need to like on one health. Yo. Oh no no! It's got to be. Absolutely. It's just got to be yep. more fun to fly the strikers. Absolutely. It's just from um, and it gives it's it's a different puzzle than the normal puzzle of X-wing, because I'll look at a board state and it's like, okay, I've got to move this guy out of here, and I need him to get there. All right, now this guy can move this way now, and uh, you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's they have so many more options than any other ship in the game. So that side of it is, I, I absolutely, yeah. if everybody, yeah. 
the whole reason I went to Six Strikers is at the the 2.0 Coruscant that happens. Uh, I flew Whisper with Sloan and Four Strikers, and I absolutely loved yeah, yeah. that list. Like it was fun to play. It um, it had interesting mechanics with like, oh hey, do you chase Whisper? Like you don't want to, you don't want to get stressed. So like, okay, it chase this hyper mobile ship, and I've got four I one three dice guns, mm-hmm. you know, in the mix fighting you repeatedly. Um, and it, it basically it had a, a problem of getting yeah. hard countered by uh supernatural proton torp luke which was frustrating because it's just like i can't do anything he just goes and torps whisper and there's nothing you can do about it um just back when super well but you gotta remember this was uh there was no card counter yeah a it was 12 points your proton torp was only nine and there was only three factions right like there was this was just empire scum rebel Um, so there was a lot more of it out there as far as hyperspace goes yeah uh, Republic. So what do you think? So it's a meta call. No, no, it's oh, it's not bad. It's there. There's a meta call for it though, because mm-hmm. like four CLT Jedi are really good against a lot of stuff that's in hyperspace, right? Like you want to have a terrible time, take five X wings and try to fight four CLT Jedi. Like <laughs> they will just make you hate life, right? Like I mean, it, like yeah. it just it will. It's just awful. But it's like, can four CLT Jedi take down an eight ship CIS swarm? Probably not. Can they take down Boba Fenn? Probably not. So it depends on like what everybody's flying. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the thing. Any list where you do not want your ships pointed directly at the other yep. list, it, CLT Jedi suck. Um, it's like, it's, if you don't mind your list being pointed directly at the other ship, like you don't really mind your list being pointed directly at X-Wings, but you don't want your, your ships being pointed directly at, at initiative one drones, especially seven of them. Um, and CLT, I I mean, it took me a while to figure out, uh, you know, Obi-Wan was CLT. You could, yes, you can get the barrel, the barrel roll and get your CLT lined up. But you need to be careful that that you're not oh yeah hundred percent making it so like that you a... can't get out of their art next time. You have to, you have to be careful of that. Whereas with with seven B Anakin or seven B Obi Wan, you just your yeah, goal absolutely. is to just barely uh, basically art like with like the CLT Jedi lists play the scrum a lot harder, right? So it's like they want to be in really really close because it's really easy to get bullseye if I'm you know. Yep barely like if i'm inside the range one bubble right um you, yeah um one, and especially against larger yeah. base ships like, no like you just can't like you're just always in bullseye um so i think i think there's some space there uh but like i said it's kind of a meta call like it's are you in an area that has a lot of generic spam right like is it is a lot of you know five ship rebel five six ship empire like five ship ship fo your CLT Jedi are going to do really well. If it's eight ship spam or Boba Fenn spam, that kind of stuff, you're probably going to have less success. Does that mean you can't beat those lists? Well, you probably, you maybe can't. I don't know if you can beat Boba Fenn with it. That's that's a tall ask. Uh, but not everybody's going to be flying that, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just some people will, but it won't be everybody. Um, I think there might be some space with uh, 
you know, arcs. Like arcs are still just really good. Still under cost. In a decent as far price as point. I'm concerned. Still under. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're they're weirdly <laughs> undercosted because I think they were undercosted before, the... but now that all the other so... generics got dropped, they might be okay. Right? Like you heard it here first, Jeff. Tyler agrees with me. The one oh fourth was undercosted. Oh, the original one oh fourth? Absolutely. Holy crap, yeah. Yeah. Did you Tyler, you do not know the beating I have taken <laughs> no, in the Bay Area. 100% was. For, for, saying, for saying how clearly undercosted yeah. the 104th Quadrant Pilot was. I just, you know, I mean, it's like, you, to some extent, you got to be outcome-oriented, don't you? Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying 42 points is, isn't a great price for <laughs> nine hit points and two arcs. I'm just saying that it's not like they burned shit up. It's not like they, you know, you, you could throw four of them on the board and just win. Yeah. And like I said, I think it's, it's, it seems more reasonable now when it's like uh, a planetary Sentinels 31 points instead of 34 points. Right. Like that it's that yeah. kind of like, Oh, all ever, all the generics went down. Yeah. It didn't, it sat where it was. Okay, so it was just at the price point it should have, like everybody else should have been at, which made it seem better. Because you could, I mean, you could fit some really nonsense stuff in there with, with it. Like, I mean, you could get three of them, right? And then you had you could seventy four points worth of Jedi. It's seven, yeah. You had you basically had Anakin with you almost had Anakin with seven yep. B sitting there. So I mean, I don't want to, you know, the one hundred fourth is out and everything, but. So I don't want to trigger you, Vince, but um, a, a Red Squadron bomber with Ion Cannon Turret, R4, and Hull Upgrade is 40 points. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I have no problem with people running five Well, wires. I'm not talking about five. I'm just pointing out that this is a this is a probably an equivalent ship. I mean, at least roughly. I, I really? don't know about that. Nine hit points, one agility, mm. two arcs, um, more, more greens, I think. It's the same greens. A Y-Wing only has one. What? Oh, no, no, no. The, uh, the, the, the arc is greens. way better. Oh, you mean, sorry, blue. you mean Correct. blue maneuvers. No, 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 no. no, no. I, you yeah, forgot I, I mentioned the R4 Astromach. R4. Okay. Um. Uh, look, I would love to see more people. Jeff, I would encourage people to try to run Republic Y wings. I think they're. Uh, I love broadside. I mean, Matchstick is the you know one of the masters yeah, of the shenanigans. You're actually paying points for those. You're, you're paying points for those. These are these are your basic generics, forty points. So, for instance, um, you can run three three uh, Jedi Knights with calibrated and two of these Red Squadron bombers for I think it's hundred ninety seven points. Which is not, you know, it's not going to burn up the meta or anything, but that's a pretty good list. You've got some control if you run into something like Boba Fett. Um, ion turrets on uh, against Boba Fett if you can manage to catch him at range two. You know? Um, I just think that... I don't think anybody would worry about this shit, this 40.9 hull armor-plated two-arc ship. Uh, but... You really think the arc at 42 points is too much? 
You know my argument, Jeff. It had but, to, it okay. did not change. Yeah. All right. I was to say I would uh I would slightly change those. Uh, uh, I dropped the whole thing. upgrade put oh, proton sorry, bombs on those 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 Y wings. It's the, it's the same price. I uh, don't think you can. Aff- well, you dropped. Would you drop the R fours as well? No, oh yeah, it's those three. Yeah, I mean, I dropped the R fours. I'm not stressing these things ever. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, you're. We're relying on that two. That two white turn all day, yeah. every day. Yep. I. I. It's the de facto <laughs> X wing maneuvers. The too hard. But if you don't have if. if if you don't have no, it, you don't have a ship. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I think so. Okay, I, uh, but that's forty points. So what's interesting is, is the BTL like BY wing is the right. same price base as the like the Rebel Y wing, the Gray Squadron, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, except for those blues, like you don't have you get the blue you and get the blue banks in every almost every um, single way. Except for the that's <laughs> well, all I got. Okay. Uh, but like I I played. <laughs> Like yes. I, I did definitely played against uh like it was three X wings <laughs> and two Y wings with the ion cannons and the proton bombs with the strikers and like that was an interesting like change so now I have to worry about two arcs and proton bombs basically like it's not that I'm gonna get caught by proton bombs but it's I have to always be aware of it yeah. so that I think that might actually be the right answer for uh like your five ship rebel lists right. is to like swap maybe one of those in there. Just to give you more, just to give you more, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, gold squad, gray squad, or gold squad are cheap. They're they're very cheap and self and they wow. the golds with selfless wow. have been a selfless overall long sh- underrated tool in the rebel that toolbox game. that nobody has used. Uh, I say this is like so. One of the guys that lives close to me that travels with me everywhere, uh, Will <laughs> Barnacle, like all he's flown uh, for basically all of 2.0 is four X wings, and it's been. Like wedge Thane, Biggs, and a red squadron, a selfless red squadron, on variations of that. My best, uh, my best tournament result ever is uh, wedge oh. two selfless reds and Cassian Andor, and that was that was before Cassian got bumped up to yeah. fifty, and before wedge got bumped up to fifty five. So that list was nigh immortal. Yeah, it's and just, it was, it's, uh, it well, so and Biggs fun. is so good. Like, I mean, there's a reason Biggs isn't hyperspace. Like, get that crap out of here. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You can do four selfless blades with auto blasters and. Yes, you can. Stabilize. Yes, you can. Good luck ever <laughs> landing a target lock on anything with said uh, blade squatter. Yeah, that's I mean, holy crap. Of course, I said that. that. Is... I said that before fucking Duncan Howard's games where I'm like, how the fuck is he getting target locks with hyena bombers at I one? And you know what? Yeah. Yep. He's just not well, dying so and he's taking them the next yeah. turn. Uh, he's doing it. Yep. Those hyenas can sit on rocks and you'll notice the way he would set up is that his vultures were yeah. always buffering yes. that range one. So you couldn't actually get to inside range one of the hyenas yep. Yep. because of the screen of vultures. So they're, yeah, like we'll, we'll trade shots. Do you want to trade shots at range three with these? Hyena bombers that you know you're probably not dying because they have glitter stem. Like, okay. Uh fucking network calculations. <laughs> so freaking good. Okay, okay. I, I'm gonna let you finish, then we're gonna ask the last okay. question about network uh, calculations. But, we'll like, so that was just a very time. like you you in theory have two rounds of shooting into the 
the hyena before you take the plasma and they have enough health and two agility with infinite calculates that you'll probably not kill them what's that oh yeah three. right and if you sit them on the rock properly yeah three agility. absolutely because struts are fair and balanced yeah, yeah. um that's that's what he was doing yep so that's how they get their their locks it would be it would be for the b-wings but the b-wings are knife fighters so you know once they're in the the thick of it you know b-wings are not b-wings are not knife fighters. They but are... even if they have the locks yeah. the problem is their their shots are still gonna suck b-wings are a very strange ship they they do knife fighting is not what they do um tendum and braylon are knife fighters the b-wing itself oh. is probably the worst boom and zoomer in the history of anything ever I think we're. I think Tyler and I are both confused by what you're saying. Oh, the B wing cannot knife fight. It, it, as soon as you try to knife fight with a B wing, you're giving up any control. Any well, no, no, we're just okay. Mods, I guess I guess repositions. What do you? You're what are you? Low initiative. Uh, like stating as knife fighting. Yeah, like what's your definition of that? What's your definition? Yeah. Well, when I okay, so the, you're you guys are probably right. Actually, that is probably just a where you we're talking at cross purposes with the same word. Um. When I hear a knife fight, I'm I go the zero sure. in World War Two. Okay, which is I can always turn inside of you. Um, I'm not. Uh, it's not exactly. It's not tough at all. But if you try to if you try to dance with me, I'm right. going to tear so... you into tiny little pieces. That's not a B wing. The B wing gets one turn of engagement. Oh no! I just then it I has to break off and come all the way back. No, yeah. no, it can't break yeah. off. It it can't. It can. It does. It, the three straight on the B wing is blue. If 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 the other guy, if you can get, if you three straight away from the uh, away from the engagement, and the other guy gets, and the other guy, you know, does it too hard to chase you, you've got to reset. Like it's okay. three hard. It's got a three so straight I'm, blue. I'm going to give you the three straight on the B wing is blue. Before I point out that the four straight yeah. is red and the so, three banks are red. That's that. The B wing does not want to engage. And so then basically, disengage. what uh, it, it, like it just in, in X wing, when you hear like the term knife fight, it's ge- the okay. general idea behind that is if you think of like a range two, so like the five straight and a five straight, like if you put that as a box, like and you stay in that box and you're fighting in that box for multiple turns in a row, like that's like a knife fighting style ship, and that's actually what the B wing ends up doing because it's going to be yeah. doing the uh, like the two turn with a barrel roll or the one banks to just keep its guns on targets. And then your one talons or your yep. two K turns are never really leaving that space. Right. Like they're it's, 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 it's a very uh, yep. like close quarters area versus um, something like a, uh, like well, something like a striker that like has to go fast. Right. Like I don't have an option. I just have to go out the other side. <laughs> Like for me, an interceptor is. If I was going to tell you what I thought the pure knife fighter was, yeah, well, that's, okay, call, but it's, that's not to say that it can't, right? Like it's just that's what the B wing does. Is it sits in a very, very tight area and fights? The interceptors absolutely can do that as well. Yeah. But the B wings do it in a different way because they sit there and they just brawl, 
Yep. Whereas the interceptors are trying to use both barrel roll and boost or their, you know what I mean? Their, their evade, like evade or focus to dodge arcs, dodge shots. Whereas the B wings are just sitting mm-hmm. there trading punches. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're just like, but to avoid getting, you know, thank you gentlemen for the education on the X wing version of knife fighter. Now that will hopefully it'll save us time <laughs> uh, in the future when Jeff and I start arguing again. Um, the last question, we talked about this, I think, either two weeks ago or three weeks ago, Jeff, about what do we think is better, networked calculate or a third green die? Uh, I was of the opinion that there is no contest and that network calculate is a really good explanation for why droids always seem undercosted. Oh. Jeff was agnostic on the concept. Where, where do you fall? Hold on. Hold on. I want to – first thing I want to do is point out one situation in which – even you will have to admit that you're wrong, okay? You've got one droid. Then I've already lost. No, okay. Well, maybe you've got a droid that's off in the corner. Oh, there, network calculations is fantastic, but network calculations is a, a geometrically powerful upgrade, Continue. right? Uh, um. Whereas you know the 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 one agility on the Tie Fighter is a is is basically linear. Okay. Um. So I think that the answer to this has to do with how many droids are we talking about? Um. I was who was I talking with? I guess I was talking to Sam when we were discussing it. We were like, you know, droids are the first ship that that is that would clearly be it would clearly make sense for yeah, their so cost to about, go up uh, with each like one exponential scaling based on on numbers right so it's, we wanted this for juke like that was the that was our yeah. answer for how you make juke yeah uh like a, a correct scaling yeah correct. right so like one Very juke similar. at three points is not one, bad one two juke's at three points is terrible you know but like so you make the first one three points the second yeah. one five points the third one nine Right, something like that. Exactly. So, like maybe maybe three droids. Three droids is eighteen points each. Five droids is twenty-one uh, points yeah. each. So seven droids. Is wh- wh- one of the things that you know, I think the best uh, argument I that I I you know like I sat down with because I was I was pretty all in camp like let's make uh, exponential scaling uh, was that uh, I don't think FFG has a fine enough understanding of the knobs that they turn for points cost right like well but like to then go oh we have gotten to the point where we have refined it down so now we need to go have variable point costs in this space right so like i'd stay away from that so now for like the base question like you can you can start to argue or you can start to answer it pretty easily by like just making some base assumptions. And like the first one is what Jeff's talking about. So like assume you have an infinite number of calculates, right? Um, you can get there with like, I have eight, I have eight vultures and you only have four shots, right? So I can never spend all of the calculates in a turn anyway, just uh, from a defensive perspective, right? Right. So at that point you effectively have unlimited mm-hmm. or they have TA 175. So they actually have an unlimited number of calculates. Either, either one, we can do, we can do both. Um, <laughs> So the easy side is if you're comparing it to a TIE fighter, it's which is better. 
a, an extra green dice or having the access to the network calc, that effectively, like, it's on one shot, the extra green dice is better because you are under the assumption that that TIE fighter has, the fo- has a focus, right? Over a number of shots, the network calculation is just astronomically better. Yep. Because you are increasing, yeah. Like you're going from. Actually, no, I, I take that back. It's really, really, really close, because it's a it's one quarter of a die result, is basically being added by network calculations, versus three eighths of a die result is what adding a green does. There's three three of aids on the side right. There's two uh, two focuses per green die. What's that? Well, no, no. So, like, no, yeah, ab- well, yeah. correct. Yeah. So, if I've, they, have, I'm talking like on on multiple shots incoming, right? So it's I've got I've got six drones around me. You're all shooting the you're all shooting one drone. Yeah. So he spent his calculate, so he can only get one additional calculate usage, right? Because you can't use two other drones network calcs in the same turn. You can only use one, right? So so it's adding, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, it's adding a quarter of an evade basically. Yeah, yeah, it's adding a yeah, it's adding that says yeah, it's exactly adding a quarter of an evade versus adding three eighths of an evade, which is what a green dice does. So it like it's a two agility ship that feels like a three agility ship is basically what it boils down to. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That doesn't that doesn't take into account struts. I was kind of talking about this with Vince yesterday. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I really want to see is. Yeah. Generic upgrades like struts just need to be built onto the ship. So make the upgrade zero and include it in the cost of the vulture. Not because yes. you shouldn't take it, but because it's Absolutely. a huge pain for a player to constantly understand which of your vultures have struts and which don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's also... And Vince hates this argument, and I and I get why, but it, it also just yeah, doesn't like make sense for right? some of the like, Vulcans sure. not like, struts not... And, the, and the other ones um, not struts. Yeah. Like, I hate that argument? The It's the fluff argument, right? Oh, okay. You hate fluff yeah. arguments. Uh, I don't hate um, fluff arguments. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, to be part of the I, I, I just prefer to go to promoters. Part of the so ship. it's just like, so that, um, that would make me a lot happier. You know, like in, uh, I mean, there's, yeah. it's not that people, like, I'm sure somebody has, but it's not that people are, would try to like game the system and try to make you like, try to, you know, change which one had the struts on it. Right. To like, oh, I only paid for four struts, but I'm going to use it on six drones and I'll just make sure the, the four that even if I have to like switch a card, like not, not that someone's cheating. It's just hard for an opponent to be like, oh, wait, which, which drone is which again, which has struts. Oh, this guy can get through this rock field easily. That guy can't. Right. Like it's just, that's needless extra information that an opponent has to process. And frankly, not that this should, should play into it much, but for a player that does play baked, it's it's extra information <laughs> that we have to keep track of too. And that, yeah, you know, that well, and it's already it's already struts as one of the most nonsense cards in the fucking game. Oh, just from the like, amount of of text and, and yeah, right, play. and like and how it actually well, it's the amount of the amount of text on it, and then if you've never played against it, yeah, under like you are not going to realize nope. that struts means I can sit on a rock. I get cover from the rock and you don't. You don't. I can barrel roll I, on or off the I, rock. Right. 
I, I can turn either direction. I can barrel roll. I can sit there. I can link barrel roll after calculating. I can turn and then barrel roll, right? Like all of those maneuvers, like unless you have a regular CIS player that you play against, you are not going to be familiar with those and they're going to catch you off guard. Uh, Vince, you remember when we first saw Struts and we're, we're trying to parse the parse the card and just going through word by word? Oh, yeah. I think my exact words were, this is what they like, call oh, radio Oh, Jeff, I'll take hell. you one better. All of my CIS, so I have I have seven vultures, uh, a hyena, a Vilpalab, and an infiltrator, and they're all in Polish because I bought them all oh, in Poland when I was over there for Euros. <laughs> so I'm, I'm at Worlds playing completely legal (laughs) yep 100 percent uh and so it's literally day day one uh (laughs) round one and i have a vulture that is grappling struts to a rock and i take a disabled power regulator so now i get an ion token and i'm like what the fuck happens right like i don't don't know and my opponent's like i don't know either and so i so i call i call for a judge it's like, yeah, no, I no, I, I swear, I call for a judge and I hand him my phone because I have the English version of the card on my phone, right? And I was like, hey, I've got a, I've got an ion token. How does that interact right. with yep. struts? Like, I just, I don't know, and I could, I could take ten minutes looking through the rule books, but that's your job. Like, what do I do? And I, I, ha- I hand him my phone, and the judge is like, can you give me the card, please? I was just like, sure, here. And he looks at it for a second. And I was like, do, do you want my phone now? He's like, what's this? I was like, oh, it's in Polish. And he's just mind turned off at this point. Oh, that's like where my. Yeah. He, t- he checked out right there. He's like, you know what, man? I'm done with this table. This guy's yeah. obvious. I'm being trolled but right you, now. Just this to make sure you camera. did drift off the. Yep. Yep. So oh, it's basically. Uh, it's. It's interesting because multiple spaces in that have come up now, but it's uh, because of uh, strikers. Like their ailerons are in the same category that the struts card is, which yeah, is when you reveal a, when you reveal and you don't reveal a dial with ion. Right. So because you don't have a chance to reveal, you you never get to that category that either lets you use your ailerons or lets you stay clamped on the rock. Which that straight lost me the game, by the way. I love the, I love the visual though of the droid just oh, yeah I, it's just drifting off the yep. rock and nothing you can do about it yeah it's it actually a very Battlestar yeah because no, because that like, that droid was him. sitting on a rock and there was an entire tie swarm that was straight in front of it but like off to the two o'clock right and my son fact was behind the tie swarm. So that droid was fully prepared to just barrel roll off the rock and sit immediately, like right in front of the tie swarm and block all of the K turns. Yep. While yeah. while Sunfact just punted them in the face, and instead he drifted forward like a champ in the whole tie swarm K turn, and I lost that game pretty hard. <laughs> That's funny, Polish Jesus Christ. Well, so like I didn't I didn't even mean like it wasn't that I I didn't intentionally get you know, it in I... like as uh, Polish verbiage. It was just that uh, there, it's a when I was over there, it's a four to one conversion rate for the U.S. dollar yeah. to the Zlotny. And then... Can't afford to buy them. Well, well, no, and then they were also clearing stock, so it was like 30% off of that. So, like, I got my entire CIS collection for like $100 U.S. It's like, okay, whatever. I have extra uh, space in my luggage coming back for, you know, other craps. All right, I have multiple boxes of X-Wing now coming too. And on, the note, and on that note, let's go ahead and uh, wrap it up, boys. Mr. Tippett, thank you very much, sir, for coming on the show and... Cool. Dispensing your wisdom. Absolutely. Uh, it was a lot of fun. 
we will bring you back just as soon as we possibly can. You have been the probably one of the best guests we've ever had. Hopefully I'll win something so that way if you guys have a have a reason to be like, oh, hey, you can talk about it. Uh, you know, if, if we restricted who talks – if we restricted who comes on the show only to winning, nobody would show up. <laughs> That's fair. Including us. <laughs> Including um, us, by the way. I think Drew would be the only one of us allowed to talk. <laughs> Jeff, go ahead sign out, my friend. Yeah, have a good week. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Hopefully with the updated and full information from Fort Worth and the UK system open. Y'all have a good one. Winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all the time thing. You don't win once in a while and you don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit.